0: Greetings, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the week that was on Deadline Detroit. I'm Craig Folly, and uh, joining me today, once again, as they do every Friday, Nancy Derringer of Deadline Detroit. And of course, Alan Lengel is here as well. Thank you for both hey, for hey, being hey, here hey. today. Uh, and an interesting week that we are having so far. Probably. Um, let's just start right at the top, shall we? Okay. Uh, You know, Congress asking for the unredacted Mueller report seems to be more important than ever, given what is trickling out of the unredacted report. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Michael Flynn told Mueller and his team of investigators that he got pressure from both White House staff and members of Congress to sort of slow walk or impede this investigation in some capacity.
1: What Craig, what? are you suggesting that the president engaged in yet another incident of obstruction of justice? Well, uh, I am sure. Is shocked. that what you're saying? That is what I am I saying. Am oh my gosh.
0: And and uh, you know the interesting thing about it is, is that he was fired like a week after he spoke with uh, and this is just coming out today, he was he was fired a week after he spoke with uh, President Trump's personal attorney who said, "Hey, You need to give me a heads up of anything that might implicate the president. Mm -hmm. Said this of Flynn. Flynn didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So he's gone. So uh, that's not a good sign. No,
1: that's not a good sign at all. And And uh, that
0: was redacted. I wonder why. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. So that was redacted. And the other thing that uh, came out now is that a judge uh, that is looking at this is ordering unsealed the contents of a phone conversation that uh, Mr. Flynn had with the Russian ambassador. So there could be something that's in there that we might learn about this as well. (laughs) And uh, so – We'll have that alarm turned off there yeah, so in just okay. a second
1: I love live <laughs> stuff, it's fantastic It just goes to show we're human
0: Well, absolutely, but you know, I just think that there's so much more to mine here mm-hmm. And all the efforts to keep the unredacted part of this out And the refusal to give this stuff over to Congress at this point in time is very, very telling
1: Yes, and I'm being snarky and sarcastic uh, But at the end of I'm the pretty day I'm pretty serious, this at is the end starting of the to really day, take me off. I am finding myself very, very, very saddened by all this Um, On Monday, I was listening to another radio show, which shall remain nameless, in which a local journalist turned PR guy uh, was talking to the host about about impeachment and about the Mueller report. And uh, they had on for balance because we always have to have balance. Yeah, um, a former head of the state Republican Party. Um, so, I, that would,
0: we, he does not have to remain nameless. Probably Anousis. It was Anousis, <laughs> Yeah, it know. was
1: Anousis, and it he, was Ron Fournier. It was Ron Fournier, and it was you uh, know Steven. got it. And Anusis is. Defense was simply to say, none of, I mean, basically, blah, blah. you're not talking. I can't hear this. I mean, it, that was his, that was what he was saying. There, the report showed absolutely no obstruction. And they're saying, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. I mean, did it, you read the report? Saying, yeah, there was yeah, no it's obstruction. It's, it was complete exoneration, and you can't give it up. And it was a failed coup, and all this other stuff. And it's just like, I'm like, what? What is this world that we've lived in? That we're it's living in? It's the
2: Trump talking points where you override the facts and you just keep saying, and and your base believes you, and and even those who don't believe you or in your party right. continue to repeat that mantra. And it's 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 sad. I mean, the, it really the, is the concept of truth. I mean, it's so frustrating, really, to to, to be a journalist. and uh, I mean, thankfully, at least half the country believes what they read in the New York Times and the Washington Post, not to say that every single thing is correct, but they do a pretty good job of, right. of reporting there. And and it's just shameful that, although I, I, I admit to having a little bit of a bias if I see something on Breitbart or I see, see something on Fox News, I, I'm a little more skeptical and I, I may be sometimes a little bit more dismissive than I might be of another story in, in, in another publication, but... Well, you know. I'll so I, I get that. I get that concept that Trump has been able to get his followers to reject anything that the New York Times or the Washington Post reports. Well, interestingly
0: enough, I I was watching cable news this morning, and yes, I'm into self-flagellation, apparently. Um, (laughs) So I'm watching cable news this morning. CNN and MSNBC were both all over the Flynn stuff and the revelations from that. Fox News, in the meantime, Uh was was hell-bent on on tearing down this notion of the SAT actually taking people's background and life experiences into consideration for college admissions. Exactly. So that was what they were all over. Mm -hmm. And they, of course, found... uh, uh, you know, an African-American gentleman to talk about how horrible this is and how, you know, we, we need right. to let people in on their merits. And right. this says that, you know, somebody like me couldn't make it without it. And I'm like, no, I think no, it's I, right. but they just, were all over that you know and I, didn't touch, didn't touch any of the Trump stuff. Of course. You
1: know what I, I, I was just going to say just for the people who are listening who may not have heard this, the SAT is talking about adding another. Um, factor to the score, and it's called. They're calling it the adversity score, and it's a number that will take into consideration um, what kind of school, high school you went to, uh, your income, the, cha- the various. Challenges.
0: Did you have to work while you were going to high school? Yeah, you know, challenges. did you have? Did you have hunger right. in your family? I mean, were you poor? All these things that these hurdles that that have been
1: how, how put in front of people. Were you when you went in to sit down to take this test? And I mean that 's what the adversity scores, and that 's what they are all
0: over. You see you know what they should have called it? They should have called it a handicap, just like okay because all the people who are denouncing it exactly they 're more than willing to take that handicap if it means they can win a couple of bucks off their buddy who 's better than they are yeah. you know so so if you 're going to adopt the same thing it 's exactly what it is exactly what it 's right? fair that 's the fair way to play the game. Well, you know what, taking this stuff into consideration might be a good idea right. because i 'll tell you what I had it a lot easier. Than a lot of other kids who busted their butt to get what I did. Right. I just I'm I'm not right. above admitting that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I worked hard. Doesn't mean that somebody didn't have to work a heck of a lot harder. Right. Exactly. I, I don't see any problem with it. But Fox seemed hell bent this morning on making sure that that
2: notion was destroyed. Right. Oh. I was I was going to say just uh, back up a drop. It's interesting and and, and both. Uh, all the cable stations are, are somewhat guilty, particularly MSNBC and Fox, of doing this, where they want to show, like, hey, we're getting the other side. So MSNBC will find a Republican consultant who really is not representing the core. No, it's never Trump for Fox, <laughs> Fox is like, well, let's find a black person who doesn't represent really uh, right. the black person you know the, collectively the the thought there is like the a Clarence black Thomas. conservative yeah, yeah. i right. mean somebody who really isn't you know sure. and so it's interesting how they, they do that and say hey we're being fair and balanced
0: mm-hmm. interestingly enough though msnbc this morning was talking about the the abortion bills in alabama which we'll talk a little bit about as well because that's a huge story this week that i think Ooh, we need yeah. to get to not just alabama but here in michigan as well uh and they actually did have a serious pro-life ron who was trying to argue that you know alabama's bill yeah it goes pretty far but you know this could be the case that that actually you know defeats Roe v. Wade, and and he was arguing that Alabama was absolutely right to put this in there because it's time to actually challenge this because the piecemeal approach that the pro life movement has been using for the right. last the four chip decades away. right is not yielding the results that they would like to see no uh, so he's suggesting that Alabama is right force the issue throw that you know I called it a Molotov oh. cocktail on the on the front door front steps of the Supreme Court right um, we'll see but this is. This is exactly what people said was going to happen.
1: Right. I know. This
0: although
2: is, although I mean it's the it's, it's, it, it's so extreme and I think and Pat, Pat Robertson collects, came out yeah, against it. is intellectually
1: saying, dishonest. It's,
2: it's so extreme. So look, if it goes to the, you know, it goes in the 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 case will be filed with uh the in US District Court. It'll be litigated there. They'll go to the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court will in, in all likelihood will say That's like way out there. We agree with the Court of Appeals. We're not even going to hear this case. I mean, it's not – I mean, they're always looking for something to set precedent. And it's going to have to be something pretty grand to overturn Roe versus Wade. You know? and, I, and that's not that's that's not the case that's going to do it. Uh, well, the
0: fetal heartbeat bills, though, that are being passed in a number of states could be mm-hmm. very well the thing that, that does that. Um, you know, but you look at the debate and where it's going right now, Nancy. I'm a little freaked out beyond a little freaked out at what's happening. I mean, we had the Speaker of the House in Florida. Uh, referring to women as host bodies mm-hmm. the other day yeah. in in the discussion about this.
1: Uh, you know, so if they were intellectually honest, if they were intellectually honest and they weren't if they weren't trying to, like, slide this thing through, they would call women who seek abortions felons because this if I if i hire a hitman to kill my husband okay if they truly believe that a heartbeat constitutes a living human being all right let's 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 use my husband as an example okay <laughs> say i hire a hitman to kill my husband i i meet with the hitman i say i want to kill my husband he says okay that's going to cost $500 and i give the guy $500 and then he goes out and kills my husband what prosecutor in the world is going to say honey, you're just a victim, you know, you're a victim. And, and so we're only going to charge the hitman. Of course, they're not going to do that. They're going to charge me too. And I deserve to be charged. So all this stuff about how, oh, this is not aimed at the other victim of abortion, you know, the grieving woman who's left, you know, who's left with this empty womb after this (laughs) abortion, they're, you know, they're saying we're only going to charge doctors. And I mean, tell me how that makes sense. Well, and
0: and if you threaten the doctors, obviously they're not going to practice in the state. Which makes it impossible to get an abortion in the state of Alabama. It's just not going to happen. Nobody's going to risk 99 years.
1: And every well-to-do Birmingham um, matron who finds herself at uh, 42, uh, her children mostly raised, ready to get back to work. Uh, suddenly, pregnant again, or her fifteen-year-old daughter pregnant again. It's just going to go somewhere else, like they've always done. Like they have always done. They're going to fly to New York. They're going to fly to semester
0: overseas. Well, no,
1: or they're going to fly to some. I mean, in in Columbus, Ohio, where I grew up. I mean, there used to be a, a morning flight uh, to LaGuardia, which is wh- when abortion was legal in New York City and not in in Ohio, and it was always full of mothers and teenagers, girls. Um and then they would catch the afternoon flight home. I mean that was just they you'd go to New York, you'd get an abortion, and you'd come back the same day. And that's exactly what's gonna keep happening. And the only women who are going to be um seriously affected by this are the are the women who don't have the means to do this.
2: Right. Well, and there there's always going to be illegal abortions performed. I mean there's absolutely. gonna be somebody who's gonna perform it and some well, who are not these, even qualified.
1: Right. I mean we to have to these drugs that, that you can order online mefest um, I forget the name of it um you know there 's there 's pills there 's you know the r u four eighty six thing you can do all of these things and that 's what 's going to happen, and a lot of them are going to be miss um... yeah,
0: but, but if you, if you if you're taking away access to those medications as well which a lot of people have a problem with and so y- what you're seeing what
1: you're going you just see on... th-
0: the procedure is not going to be available and neither are the methods to prevent the unwanted pregnancy mm-hmm. um and and certainly the day after I mean they're talking about you know, you've got six weeks basically in Alabama, right? You know, and yeah. and if you don't know that you're pregnant, well, then you're out of luck. And, and the speaker of the house said justice delayed is justice denied in that case, mm-hmm. you know. So basically, every time you have sex, are they suggesting that if you don't want to get pregnant, maybe you have to take RU486? I mean, that's just not
1: well. RU486 is a different drug than are you thinking of plan, the plan B drug, or well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's excuse the, me, which yeah. of
0: the day after, morning after
1: that's the, the morning after pill, and I don't know what the chemical name of it is. Yeah, RU486 is is actually the, the, a drug that that can um, cause you to spontaneously abort a pregnancy. The point is, these drugs are out there. I mean, women in developing countries order them on the Internet. You can probably order them on the Internet here. You know, uh, there are going to be scammers who are going to um, sell these things, and there are going to be sugar pills. I mean, there's going to be all kinds of terrible abuse of Women and, you know, struggling women and poor women and nobody care. Nobody seems to care except for other women. Well, well, and nice guys like you,
0: well, the, in Michigan, though, Michigan it passed its own set of bills uh, this yes. last week, and this was you know they knew that there was going to be a gubernatorial veto of this, Go- Governor sure. Whitmer has said, and this is basically aimed at, uh, at eliminating a procedure that typically is used in second trimester abortions, right, uh, especially if there's fetal abnormalities or, or some viability issue right. uh, with, the, with the baby and eliminating the one procedure that doctors say is the safest with the least uh, least pain mm-hmm. and the least complications mm. Mm-hmm. And Representative Lasada uh, from the Grand Rapids area said, "You know what? We should get rid of that because it should be painful right. if you have this procedure done." <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, "This is sort of, this is sort of warped, mm-hmm. and it's all about God, and this is God's will, and we are letting God really infect the politics around this
2: issue right. in a way that's it's, technically
0: it's, not supposed to happen right.
2: when it comes to." Our legal system. So, in this I mean, country. the separation of church and state, which the Constitution. I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, there's people who look at in, in other countries that are you know uh, like Iran, where where religion obviously plays a very key role in in government and in, in law and and they think it think of it as primitive and yet here the same thing i mean you know with the whole gay marriage issue it was like well the bible says a marriage is between a man and a woman and well you know the bible is not supposed to be dictating our laws mm-hmm. um, and,
1: well, you know, and we're seeing this in blasphemy. the, the abortion, you know,
2: with with the abortion issue is where they're trying to override any of the constitutional rights here and saying the Bible says this and you know, God Or
1: you know- they dress it up in their own, you know, science, which is oh, a heartbeat equals a, a fully functioning living human being and it right. doesn't. You know, there's right. it's
0: well, oh, very true. But here in Michigan, there's an interesting little tidbit in the law that a lot of people maybe don't realize is that the legislature passes it. There's going to be a veto. Well, Right to Life or any other group, frankly, can just go out and gather the signatures necessary to put it on the ballot. Which and if is they what gather they plan plan to to valid do. signatures, then the legislature can adopt it and it does not – the governor doesn't get a say in it whatsoever. So yes, the gubernatorial veto – But there's veto, still a the
2: constitutional issue involved. Oh, I mean, regardless, well, there can be a law – I mean, look, I can I – can, go and and get enough crazy people to sign uh, a certain thing. I don't mean to say crazy people (laughs) for abortion, I think. But I'm saying for some crazy issue and we can get it on the ballot, it doesn't mean that it's constitutional and that it's going to be able to be – Still, though, I mean
0: the whole idea of of getting these signatures is to put it on the ballot. So let the citizens vote on it. But this is a way to bypass even that part of the process where if you have a legislature that's friendly to your idea, they don't have the guts to pass it on their own. Or if they do, they don't have a, the way to get it through the governor, who is right. of the opposite party. So right. this way you just gather 400,000 signatures out of the 8 million people that live in this state, uh, 400,000 signatures, and then the legislature can pass it. And it doesn't actually go to the voters at all. So a right. very, very small minority of people in Michigan might be and
2: the ones that end up enacting this law because of the way that this is set but up. We, I and mean, we see it in Alabama. I mean – That is, I mean, well, that was duly passed and signed by Governor Ivey, and the governor has signed that into law. That doesn't mean that it's going to be law. Oh, the uh, next day, gonna... by
0: the way, she foot sent a prisoner to death the next day after she yeah. pronounced that every life is sacred. <laughs> Just goes which right. is the button right. on a death penalty guy, so I mean
2: so. I mean, there an example right there. I mean, it's been but it's but what Craig is saying
1: is right though is it's this is this is part like of this, Michigan's constitution. something that's got to be tweaked. This is a well good it's luck an end that. run
0: around our
1: participation
0: in this right system. it's supposed to, right.
1: it's it's a it's it's to empower the grassroots, unfortunately. It was. This but, was from the nineteen sixty three four um, con- uh, state constitution. I don't have an issue
0: with putting something on the ballot if citizens want to see it on the ballot and letting people vote, but doing it this way so that the legislature can do something without the vote of the people or mm-hmm. without the signature of the governor, I think is kind of something that right. we need to address.
1: Well, and they're going for a um, they're going for a a what they call it. They're calling it dismemberment abortion. It's yeah. a, it's intact DNA basically. It's yeah. di- dilation and extraction. Um, But it is. I mean, and if you've ever known anybody who's had a second trimester abortion, these are wrenching cases. I mean, these are cases that you wouldn't wish upon your worst enemy. People who have found out that their, their fetus is developing, you know, without a brain, without a windpipe, without, you know, some heart, you know, whatever. And they... They don't I mean these are wanted pregnancies that women are making very difficult decisions to end either to preserve their chance of having another baby in the future um uh to preserve their own health i mean or or lives in some cases i mean this is astonishing i, I wow well, well we'll
0: we'll see what happens I with can't all that. even <laughs> it's just it's but it's 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 coming to a state near you yeah soon. I know. um you and in, and every state know. is is jumping on board Ohio is looking at some.
1: Oh, pretty Ohio. Stuff. Oh my god! I can't uh, believe I grew up in Ohio. It's like well, oh. like I said,
0: typically, typically <laughs> when Nancy Kaffer is on on one of the shows with me, I make her answer for all of Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> so from now on, that's brought, where she's from, from she calls
1: it Bama splaining <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's I'm like, gonna, I'm
0: not going to Bama Splain this one. I'm, I'm going to
1: Buckeye Splain this. And, this yeah, there you here. go. I <laughs> oh, that
0: Buckeye Splain. I like it. Uh, let's let's get back to Michigan here. Okay. Representative Larry Inman, a Republican, um, was flirting with the folks in the Carpenter's Mill Rights Union over the prevailing wage law last year, which of course was passed. Batting his eyelashes (laughs) via text message uh, (laughs) suggesting that, hey, the money's not coming fast enough for you to get me to switch my vote on this prevailing wage law. Because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in his part of the state that are mill rights. You know, they don't necessarily want to see their wages go down with a prevailing wage law change. And he said there's 12 of us on the Republican side that might switch our vote. Yeah, You've got to
1: get some checks in the
0: mail. Yeah, his text message said, you've got to max out to our campaign committees. Right.
2: Oh, and by the
1: way, used, and we and never he, had this conversation. Yeah, I was just going right. to say, he used the phrase that he probably heard on some uh, 10 o'clock uh, drama on network TV, which is, of course... We never had this conversation in the text
0: message. So he's been he's come out though. I mean, the, the Speaker of the House Lee Chatfield has said he needs to step down immediately. But he's said because he's not he has been to. indicted. But now he says no. All these charges against me are quote crazy bullshit is the phrase that he used. Oh my! Um, and he said text messages can be misinterpreted is the other thing that he said. He says he's going to fight this, um, and I. I, I you know innocent till proven guilty yeah i'd be interested to see how it's, a jury
2: feels about this or whether yeah. or not there's a plea bargain that's coming down the road um it's good to know but it's bad that corruption in lansing and and, and in Washington never goes out of style I mean the the fact that he would sell a vote is allegedly. It's it's pretty disgraceful.
0: In in the immortal words of Rod Blagojevich, I was just going to say, isn't something you just give away? Right. Yeah. Well, I, was I, just I, I was just, just going to say, thirty thousand dollars is the asking price. I was yeah. going
1: to bring up Blagojevich Bl- Bl- <laughs> because yeah. he, you know he he had uh, Barack Obama's Senate seat. You know, <laughs> that's it's right. Like, it's not something something worth paying for.
2: I mean, this little measly vote here.
1: Well,
0: and the thing is, that was a pretty important vote. Yeah, right. And the fact that this, you know. And they did give him some money, didn't they? Well, but not everybody got enough. Right, so exactly. So
1: that was it. You, you guys right. and who do you it think, out pretty quick. And who do you think dimed him out to the uh, to the FBI? I don't know.
2: I probably don't know. the people. Uh, he voted against oh, I, the bill in the end. Yeah. True you. I
1: think the union. By the way, probably, I, I didn't get what I paid for. To, <laughs> to, <laughs> to back up
2: before. You could implicate yourself there, though, because soliciting a bribe is, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: To, to back up before when i was talking about anyone can put a crazy thing on the ballot i didn't mean to say that the abortion issue is a you know Understood. A, a crazy thing but i'm just saying you can put anything on a on a ballot and get enough you know enough people But you need you know, 400,000 signatures to get it there right, which is a pretty big right, deal and sure. right to
0: life of michigan is one of the only groups that can get that kind of signatures they, can they will absolutely. have paid gatherers um, the only thing that may stand in their way of that by the way michigan's got this rule that you can only get a certain percentage of signatures from certain parts of the state so say you've got something that's going to be really beneficial to Metro Detroit, and everybody outstate hates it, you can't just go gather all your signatures in Wayne County.
1: Has that new law been tested in court, though?
0: Uh, I'm sure it will be at some yeah, point.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, that kind of throws a wrench into everything. I wouldn't be everything. shocked if
0: Right to Life is the one that pushes it.
1: Yeah. Plus, we're also kind of like crashing into the um, uh, the gerrymander, uh, the, the new district state redistricting commission, and the gerrymandering court case that you know said they had to draw some new Senate districts. So... Excuse me. We may have a uh, a legislature in two years that's very different from the one we have now. So well, you know. very true. So so, what do you think?
0: What do you think about Chatfield asking him to step down? Again, this has not been this has not gone through court
1: at this point it's in time. Kind of pro I mean, forma, isn't it? I mean, you have to say something, you know, other than innocent until proven guilty. I mean, that's not what they said to I Todd Courser. He's, he's entitled well, to. Say, wait, you well, mean Wolverine? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those <laughs> billboards. Uh,
2: Gabe Leland, who is under indictment. Uh, is remaining on the console which he should have he should have stepped down way before he was indicted for some of the things as conflicts of interest right um
1: but i mean i think he it it i mean he probably said i mean that that's a that's a he's he made a request he and it's a the guy can just say, nope, I don't want to do that. So, I mean, it isn't like he brought the hammer down. They're not talking censure or rejection, are they?
0: Well, we don't know at this okay. point in time. But, but here's what his attorney had to say about his behavior. Uh, and, and it's a guy named Chris Cook, who's a an attorney based in Traverse City, mm-hmm. which is where Inman's from. Uh, and and by the way, if you're under federal indictment, there are a couple of firms out there that I think people mm-hmm. should probably look into. rather And they Firm City. up in Traverse City. <laughs> <laughs> Says, quote, you know it's per it certainly wasn't an effort to solicit funds. <laughs> And you know, it's perfectly legal for a candidate for elected office to accept endorsements. As part of that endorsement process in Michigan, you can also have up to $10,000 from a PAC group contributed to your campaign coffers. That's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, but, I, I think it's pretty but clear. Boy, it's a quid
0: pro quo kind of thing there. You right. give me this, I'll give you the vote. I mean, yeah. that's right. that's not. It, it's the quid somebody pro Somebody can give you money. You're not supposed to give them something in exchange for that money. Yes. Right. right. Everybody assumes that happens, but you're not supposed to. You're ex- not ex- supposed to say pay it explicit. Yeah, exactly. pay to play. Yeah. You're not supposed to say it. So. Um, um, so that's, <laughs> and this is great. This is great. So he's talking to the reporter. This is the, the attorney. When asked for clarification, uh, this is from Bridge, Michigan, by the way. It says, when asked for clarification as to whether Inman was seeking to accept an endorsement, Cook said, quote, I'm not going to let you cross-examine me. <laughs>
1: Well, and didn't Inman himself say, the next time, I'm going to do it over the phone? That was (laughs) a lesson learned. (laughs) Don't put it in writing. (laughs) I mean, this is one of
0: those that, you know, all right, you kind of screwed things up. (laughs) So uh, I think Inman might be in a little trouble. But I I learned something by listening to uh, Bill Ballinger's podcast, which is on Deadline Detroit this morning. Um, The threshold for passing. A bill just went down by one vote. So, you know, mm-hmm. they, yeah, their, their majority goes down by one seat, but so does the number of votes they need to pass something. Right. So sure. it's sort of a moot point yeah. right. here in Michigan. Uh, all right. Let's talk about a couple of other things that we've been looking at this week. Auto insurance. Auto yeah. insurance coming to a head here in Michigan. Uh, Governor Granholm has uh, put down a new line in the sand saying, look, there's got to be some sort of guaranteed coverage uh, for PIP. Mm-hmm. In Michigan insurance plan, I'm not going to accept reform that eliminates it
2: altogether. Mm-hmm. So that's, that seems to be the new threshold here. Right. Uh, and also that there's some guaranteed savings there. Yeah, Well, I mean, that's that's it. There needs to be something that, that— You can't leave it up to the insurance companies to say, well, maybe let's see how it goes. Right. I mean, if we're going to be eliminating all this coverage, I mean, how can it not be cheaper?
0: I agree. Right. I, I would agree. I mean, look, there there is a regulator for the insurance industry in the state. Every state's right. got an insurance regulator. But the question is, who are they working for? And that's always been the question. It's a very politicized right. role. You know, the... And, and who's in charge of it how many industry people are on that panel mm-hmm. uh i remember when i covered the engler administration this was a big deal because he wanted to put the head of farmers insurance on the insurance commission and people said oh, hold on a second
1: now you know, in Fox indiana in the hen
0: house kind of thing
1: in indiana hmm. that stuff happens all the time and they always say well who else should be on the insurance commission but somebody who really knows the business that's,
0: right. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly right so i i don't know about that um all right, so what else should we get into today? There's a couple of other big stories that were happening around here. Uh, let's look at this one. Uh, L. Brooks Patterson.
1: Uh, yeah. Talking about
0: uh, well, yeah, he Glad he's, he's keeping
1: his sense of humor though. He's, he's keeping he's, his He's sense apparently of humor. writing a cancer diary sort of so to speak for the Detroit News, occasional pieces sort of updating, you know, the public on his his progress through this very difficult uh, down this very difficult road and I thought he was you know, it's good to see that he's still trying he's to He's a kidder. He's well, a kidder, he's yeah. A kidder. And what did he say? Remember? I love
0: the I love this line from the he he did a, a, a piece for the Detroit News on it, a column for the Detroit News. He said, When my oncologist dropped the bomb on me on March fourth, I did not scream, I did not cry, I did not stomp my feet, I needed a drink. But these modern hospitals have everything except a lounge.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you gotta love the fact that Brooks is willing to own up to his his lifelong uh, his yeah. lifelong battle and and uh, and deal with that kind of stuff in in a humorous way. And,
1: and then and then he says later that um, you cannot drink before your chemo session or like a day before the day of and like two or three days after that. So if you're having it weekly, that kind of like blocks out like half the week when you're allowed to drink. So Well, he
0: (laughs) says you put poison into your system. He's talking about the chemo. You put poison into your system. Your hair falls out. You paralyze yourself for a minimum of five days. And then the witch doctor says you can't have any alcohol. (laughs) Who says cancer's not a tough disease? (laughs) Uh.
1: Well, I'm glad he's, you know, he wants to, he obviously wants to do this on his own terms and, you know. The, these are his terms. Well, I want a drink.
0: Are. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, but at the same time, yeah, the torch is going to be passed in Oakland County. It's going to be far different uh, yeah, than, than it has been so. pretty much my entire life. I mean, when I was a little kid, he was just wrapping up the, the lawsuit on the busing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where he got famous, obviously. And he became prosecutor shortly thereafter. What? In 70?
2: So- by I certainly by seventy seven yeah that I was ten years I old was, when he was in elected was office I'm fifty I'm now so spinal column newspaper I was calling him uh, that was one the of my spinal big, column the newspaper the backbone of Oakland County livers uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, chain of newspaper I, I think it may be somewhat something out there as well right now it was actually a good newspaper and it was actually uh, called the spinal column The Spinal Column. it had wow. different editions novi was here Liffield. i thought
1: the Plain dealer was the best newspaper yeah. name in all of yeah, the spinal so you column <laughs> and it okay.
2: used to be they, they eventually took that little tag away that said yeah. uh, backbone, the backbone of Al- it was it was okay. uh, they were they were trying to get a name and they went out to the community and asked for suggestions and a chiropractor came <laughs> up with the uh, with the name
0: Hey, uh, shock of shocks! We should probably end on this one because this is something we're all going to be paying for. My kid's going to be paying for. His kids will be paying for, and uh, probably uh, my great grandchildren will be paying for. And that is fixing bridges here in Michigan. Oh, Are we shocked gosh. that Michigan, which has done such a wonderful job of keeping up huh. its roads, has neglected its bridges? Wow!
1: I can't believe that they're the f- separate at all. I mean, they to me they seem like they're they're of the same. You know, they're all of a piece. But um, I guess. You know, depending on where the bridge is located, it's it's a question as to whose job it is to maintain it. And abs- to the surprise of absolutely no one, Michigan's bridges are in worse or in just as bad a shape as its roads. Only they can fall in your head. How
2: could that so. be a separate thing? I mean, bridges are for cars. As right. you know, yeah. as roads as right. row. It's just part of the infrastructure. I have floor. seen
0: bridges in this state that actually have netting underneath them with chunks of rubble that have fallen into the net to keep it from falling on the oh, ground. Oh sure. And then wow. they put the plywood underneath it up there yeah. to keep that stuff from going. Wow. Um and we've seen what happens when you neglect this stuff. Remember in Minnesota mm-hmm. what happened a few years right. ago when that bridge collapsed into the Mississippi River. Yes, right. exactly. Um and people died. Right. And it's just a matter of time before this happens. And they're saying the free press investigation is suggesting it may take a century.
1: To replace them. Them to replace them all, to replace—not for the bridge to fall, wow. no, right. but, uh, no, but no, a century right.
0: to replace them all, which is just unbelievable. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy.
1: unless we want to, you know, add another huge gas tax <laughs> to uh, to take care of those too. But I mean, this is what happens. If you don't fix a hole in your roof, the hole gets bigger and it costs more to fix. If you don't fix a hole in your road, the same thing will happen. The more you delay this stuff, and it's understandable why it was delayed. I mean, this has been a shrinking state for more than a decade now. Um, you know, we have, We're going through an extremely painful transition here. But at the same time, the lesson that we are learning over and over and over again is you can't put this stuff off indefinitely.
2: No, you certainly cannot no. uh and I have a question. Is anyone going Sunday night to the Fox to see Roseanne Barr? I am not I oh, am sorry not. no
0: I, uh, only if she's singing the national anthem. that would be <laughs> worth it for the price
2: of admission right, right. right there it'll be it'll be interesting I, I i we read a little piece, and there was a review in a paper the, the daily the morning call mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania talking about her performance in Pennsylvania, and she does ask the crowd. I uh, are, are there any Trump supporters out there? And I think she got a really a loud round of, of applause. And she said, well, I guess I've I, – I think I've found my crowd. <laughs> right. And so I, I assume it's going to be a pretty pro-Trump, well, just like wrong with uh, that. Bill Maher is yeah. going to be showing up. And it's like I assume it's going to be a pretty anti-Trump crowd. Well,
1: who would pay money to see Roseanne Barr who – you
0: know look she d- was a gifted stand up in her day i mean she she, was. she had a great stand up routine there she she earned that tv show mm-hmm. i mean she had a lot of talent and mm-hmm. so if she's coming back and and trying to you know sort of rebuild her image at least you know make some money yeah. which is never i have no fault for anybody trying to to earn a living here uh, if she's got a crowd that's going to accept her, then then go for it.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. It's I like mean, the Charlie
0: Sheen you know tour that happened. Remember yeah, that? that? That didn't do so well, did it? Yeah, but it got a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. You know, there's... Tiger Winning. Blood, Tiger Winning. Blood, and all that kind of stuff.
1: Is she yeah. going to be at the Fox?
2: She's going be at the Fox. Okay. It'll be interesting. She'll probably get a decent crowd, I would guess. It's uh-huh. not going to, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Have you what, checked
1: StubHub to see what the tickets are uh, selling
2: for? They, they were you know what? You guys cheap.
1: keep to talk amongst yourselves. They, they, they were pretty I cheap. Okay. I, well, they
2: were, they were going between $25 and $55. Plus Ticketmaster. So that's yeah. the list price.
1: Okay. Yes. So she's coming in at uh, more than half the price of Hillary and Bill. Yeah. Um earlier this month. Which so. I wouldn't have bought tickets for that either though. I know, but I understand that they really undersold that house too. They yes, had uh,
0: 39 to... bucks, 39 bucks for the Sunday night show at the Fox Theater in Detroit. Now they're okay. 80 bucks at Big Fresno Fair in Fresno, California. Ooh, okay. For, so for I
1: wonder if she's is she still good as a stand up though? I mean, the the, the I stories no that I've read about her I come away with the feeling that this is a deeply, deeply troubled woman, probably <laughs> with some form of unmedicated or poorly medicated mental, Ill- mental illness, and I just end up feeling pity for her, which is not a good look for an entertainer, yeah. you know. Until no. you see
2: what she rakes in at the gates.
1: Oh God, yeah, I know. Well, like she's like Craig said, though she, you know, she built a rep that was well right. earned, and yes. now she's people demolishing to... it one
2: one tweet at yeah. a time. I mean, people like people who speak. Their mind. Obviously, we have a president like that. Who people people don't people like, like. People that.
1: who compare uh, black women to monkeys. So, right. which is what well, like, yeah. yes, we'll see. Among I, other things, it'll yeah. be
2: interesting to see how many people. But I, I'm I'm going to guess she's going to get a decent crowd out there. Fine. Yeah, I mean. It's, well, there's it's nothing not and there's nothing a,
1: wrong with that. Pro-Trump people deserve their entertainment, too. And if this is their they entertainment, deserve to laugh. too. Yeah, they deserve to laugh. <laughs>
0: well, speaking of Trump, a couple things we'll be watching over the course of the next week just to give people a little idea of what I'm paying attention to. Uh, what's going on with Iran? Are we getting oh. closer to any sort of conflict there? The president this morning when he was asked, uh, are we going to go to war with Iran, said, I hope not. I hope not, not the answer you're looking for no, uh no. but he also the other news that uh, we will be watching closely here is the fact that he has postponed the tariffs on automotive imports from Europe from Japan from from Korea and other places as they still try to work out some greater trade deal but so I mean that people are breathing a little bit easier mm-hmm. on that front but we shall see what
1: happens with that. Sure. So anyway, thank you both. It's been thank an interesting you. week, uh, and much. I
2: certainly appreciate it. I guess Alan we'll Langle, see you at the Fox. Are there, ever, are there
1: ever uninteresting weeks in this city? I don't think so. No, you know, so
2: isn't it the most interesting city in America? It is
1: the most interesting city in North America. That's my feeling. It certainly has kept yeah. us all busy for yes. many, many yes. years, yes. which I appreciate. It. Well,
2: Alan
0: <laughs> Langle, Nancy Derringer, thank you very much. Michael Lucido, appreciate you engineering the broadcast today, despite that phone ringing in the middle of the thing. But you know, oh, we, we, we forgive these things.
1: It's an office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true.
0: And uh, I'm Craig Foley. This has been The Week That Was on Deadline Detroit. We'll see you next week. The Craig Foley Show is made possible in part by Deadline Detroit, one-stop shopping for all your news. Also, home to Deadline Detroit TV, which includes The Zip, a weekly wrap-up of the week's news with some humor. Deadline Detroit, one-stop shopping for all your news.